0: Good morning. Good morning. Happy, Father's Happy Father's Day. I hope very soon we'll get rid of the chair and I go back to normal. Thank you. A little bit further. Now we're doing okay. That's normal. Well, did you enjoy the the slideshow? Uh, Sonia, thank you, and Mike Puzon. They took the pictures. And uh, uh, if uh, there are more, amen. If there are more people involved that I don't know of, I apologize. But the thing of it is, thank you all. And it's always a collective effort to bring this, these shows to you. Now, since we had the introduction, let's open our Bibles. To the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, I want to read uh, only one verse. And fathers verse chapter six, verse four, from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. it says, "And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but to bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And to bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. May God bless his word. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for bringing us to church today. It's Father's Day. And I'm quite sure that there are so many celebrations going around. And help us, Lord, to just meditate on your word and then go home and celebrate. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts. In his wonderful name we ask and pray. Amen. You know, on the, on the humorous side... I want to uh, tell you a little, little uh, couple of verses or lines. And underneath I read this, and underneath this uh, little story I read, it says the ideal father, the ideal father. The father of five children had won a toy at a raffle. He called his kids together to ask, which one should have the present? Who is the most obedient? That's first. He asked, who never talks back to mother? Who does everything he, she says? Five small, voice, small voices answered in unison. You play with it, daddy. Every home needs a strong symbol of authority. When the father is willing to accept this challenge and at the same time be compassionate and tender in dealing with his family, the home has a solid human. instruction or an anchor. The father actually cannot be all he ought to be as a father and as a man unless he knows and please hear me unless he knows the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. Let's establish this. So many messages today for men uh, to be godly, and for every father to be in Christ the head of the home and family by example. So, in brief, what we need today as we look around us and see what's happening. And I, under, I know that you understand that. As, and we see what's happening around us. We need fathers of conviction. Fathers of conviction. We see deterioration in every hand. We see that people who once had deep convictions... Concerning right or wrong, have yielded to compromise. Don't you see this? And they have sacrificed their principles. And you ask, you ask me, what's happening? Are there still any men standing for the truth? Where are the fathers who lived and worked hard to give their families an honorable and dignified life? How many can stand and say, I am proud of my father? Think about it. I want to follow in his footsteps. He's my hero, and I want to be like my father. We're not talking about wealth. No, 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 no. Fame, no. We're talking about behavior, integrity, and Christ-like attitude. Fathers, in which capacity would you like to be known? What kind of reputation will you leave behind you? That's the question. Some of you would say, Adol, you are coming too hard on us. But well, not on you. This involves every father. This involves you and me all together. We need to be godly fathers. And we need to live by example. Some people say, any man can be a father. it's a job that takes little talent however the rate for failure in fatherhood is actually higher than in any other occupation check our society go and analyze it and you see how many how many fathers are not home do not come home and they are not taking their responsibilities They are not the anchor of the family, not at all. Fathers have a colossal, full-time job that most people underestimate. It's the most important task a man can tackle. I wrote a few notes, so I don't want to forget them. Many Christian people in our land, this land that I love very much, are becoming discouraged because they have looked to their leaders and have been disappointed. Let's look at our society today. Instead of integrity, what do we see We see on dishonesty. We need today men of character and deep conviction who will not be swayed by the desire for gain or glory. In our homes, we need dedicated, dependable fathers who are living examples, especially their children. Ben, who know the word and stand by it. Men who are willing to practice their Christianity in a daily living, in all their transactions, be it at home, at work, be it on the field, anywhere, they need to practice, we need to do that, our Christianity. And I read, I read a little poem I want to. Uh, it's about four lines. We need no application, it says, the truth shines bright as day. We teach much more by doing, much less but by what we say. Do not, but what you truly desire your child to do, he may not always hear well, but he is watching you whether we like it or not, we are watched. How do we behave at home? How do we treat our children? Are we the unselfish fathers that care for their children? Do we do whatever we can do in a Christian manner to set the examples for them. We teach them by our actions first at home. We need also compassionate men. To be a man of strong conviction and Uncompromising is not only enough. No. We need men who are tender and compassionate. Far too often a man thinks he has to put on a strong front or people will think that he is a weakling. Actually, the opposite is true. It takes strength of character to be kind and unselfish. Jesus was the manliest person who ever lived. Of course, he's God. Yet, he also knew how to enter into the sorrows of others be a compassionate persons he shared our griefs when he was here you know when his friend lazarus died he stood he stood outside lazarus tomb and what happened he cried jesus cried wept one of the saddest sight to behold is a man who thinks he knows everything and has no need to learn anything did you meet some of these men i know some Such men are prisoners within the walls of their ignorance. A real man is always willing to consider the possibility that there is some truth he has not yet discovered. He needs to know and learn that there are lessons he needs to learn. We never graduate in life. Regardless. Whether you're young. Young father. Older father. Or a grandfather. We always learn. Life is a school. And you never graduate. A real man who has a heart after God's own heart is always willing to consider the possibility that there is some truth he has not yet discovered and some lessons he needs to learn. It takes a great man. Listen, fathers. It takes a great man to say, I was wrong. I am sorry. And I believe in my opinion. This is one of the noblest, noblest statement to ever come out from the mouth of a godly person. You know what? Think about it. After all, when we admit that we were wrong. We are actually saying that we are smarter today than we were yesterday. Here's a note from a godly father. Last night, he says, "My little boy confessed to me some childish wrong and kneeling at by knee. He prayed with tears, saying, O Lord, make me a man like Daddy. Make me a man like Daddy. Wise and strong. I know, God, you can. Then while he slept, the father says, I knelt beside his bed, confessed my sins, and prayed with low bowed head, O God, Make me a child like my child here. guileless, trusting, trusting you with faith sincere. And let me ask a question: What kind of a father are you? What kind of a father are we? We also need to live by example. A man who loves his family and teaches teaches his children by example is a family man. A man who genuinely cares for his family is investing all his attention in his family. God and family No one should come ahead of that. Honoring God and then honoring his wife and the children the Lord has given him. And nowadays we look around, we see that many changes have happened to the family. Many. Let me tell you. I made some notes. The structure of the family in the last few years, you noticed most probably, you read about it, you noticed, has changed. Has changed. Fathers and mothers are sharing duties that were considered only the mother's responsibility. It's now essential in building a home to provide a pleasant environment by both of them for the children. And there's nothing wrong with that. May the Lord bless. We talked about mothers about a month ago. We are thankful. We are thankful for every mother. And we thank God for the father's, godly father we have. The man who loves his family, he'll be faithful to his wife, to the children, and to the marriage vows. A godly, a godly father, I listed few here, a godly father teaches kindness by being thoughtful and gracious even at home. He teaches patience by being gentle. A father was never to be a dictator at home. ...is to be gentle... ...and by his godliness... ...he will... ...have his children to obey him... ...and his wife to coordinate with him... ...how to manage the house. He teaches honesty... ...by keeping his promises to his family... ...even when it costs. He teaches courage by living unafraid... ...with faith in all circumstances. He teaches justice by being fair and dealing equally with everyone. He teaches obedience to God's Word by example as he reads and prays daily with his family. He teaches loyalty to God By bringing his children every Sunday to church. And thank God for those who do that. Because the Bible says, for the steps of a good man are ordained by the Lord. Our families, our society, and our churches are standing today at a crossroads. This is history being today written by how the family is being raised and managed. Families form society. Society form a nation. When I hear what's happening in our society today, what young men are doing, What's all this that I hate to mention, what's happening, but I think you read, you hear, you watch TV, and say, well, are these the young men and women that are going to govern our society tomorrow and the years after? Think with me. Fathers, there's a big responsibility It's on our shoulders how to behave at home, how to raise our kids, how to be a godly men and women to raise families that will obey the law and respect government. It all depends on what they learn at home. And who is responsible? One, the father and the mother. So, fathers, let's take our responsibilities. The presence or absence of leadership at home affects millions of home affects our government, our society and affects the life that we have today. We need we need fathers to lead in the form of loving authority. Loving authority. As I said, not dictatorship. No. But loving authority. Men managing their household in the form of spiritual training to their children by teaching them first and foremost the word of God. They need to, we need to exercise leadership by maintaining strong marital relationships. Which one of us, question, which one of you, let's make it personal, had not heard a little boy step proudly forward among his playmates and declare, I know that's so because my daddy said so. This young boy or girl has confidence in you, dear daddy. And the things which he sees you put first in your life are going to stand out as mighty important to him and affects his future life. is your prayer, is our prayer, Lord, fit me to be loved and imitated to my children. Inside your heart, your mind, do you wish and dream that your children will become like you? Or you say, no, I want them to be like mother. Great. But how about you? This is a responsibility. Am I fitting my children to become like me? I have no doubt in my mind. No doubt. That we have such godly fathers. Amongst us. Those who are here. Those who are not. We have godly fathers. And godly mothers. Loving. Committed. And willing to honor the Lord. By honoring. Their family. Would you say. I'm going to go home today. And be. The man after God's own heart. The Lord called David. David, he is after my own heart. Would God looking at you, looking at the condition of your heart, at your life. And say, look at look at him. I want you, Adol, to be after my own heart. Would you pray this prayer? Lord, make me after your own heart. And help me to be obedient. Help me to set the examples for my family. For anyone around me. And they will say, wow, what does he have? What does she have that I don't? That's my word. I leave it with you. May the Lord bless you. Bless your Father's day. Bless your family's day. Whatever you're planning to have, may this family of yours gather together, pray together, have fun together, have barbecues together. Uh, Whatever you're doing, just honor God and honor your family and may the Lord bless his word to your hearts. Amen? Let's pray. Our Father, we are thankful that we are still in liberty and have this liberty to share your word and to come to church and to worship and to hear your your voice. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to obey you, to honor you, and to be a blessing. To each and every person who comes in touch with us. Help us to live a life to honor you, Lord. And our children and grandchildren and wives and families will be a blessing as we are. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.